Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let's Talk About Brand. I, of course, am your host, Christine Gritman. Welcome if you are listening on your podcast player of choice via the Adweek Podcast Network. Make sure to subscribe to Let's Talk About Brand for new episodes every Monday. And if you love it, which I certainly hope you do, make sure to leave a review. Or perhaps you're joining us for the video podcast on YouTube. Again, make sure to subscribe to my Christine Gritman Inc. channel so that you don't miss a single video podcast. Those drop every Wednesday. Oh, and in between, you have the chance to chat about brand every Tuesday on the Chat About Brand Twitter chat on Twitter. That is your opportunity to weigh in on the topic of the week. And the topic of this week is about thought leadership. Oh, I love this topic. And it is so important to personal branding because there's this growing, growing movement of executives really realizing the value of a personal brand, even if they're employed, even if they have tons of experience and they aren't necessarily, you know, just getting out there as their own business. Thought leadership is really something that makes an executive super valuable. And I'm going to be discussing that with this week's guest, Katie McKeever. Katie is a social media strategist. She helps growing brands with their social media strategy, but an increasing part of an increasing point of professional interest, just like me, you guys, this is the same transition I'm working on this year, is helping executives build their thought leadership as a key component of that personal brand as an expert. So without any further ado, we're going to bring Katie on, and I'm so geeking out over this topic. Ah, welcome, Katie. Thank you for having me. I am so geeking out too. I'm ready to jump in. I'm really excited that this is an increasing topic lately because, I mean, people like us who've been in social media, thought leadership, personal branding, it's always been a thing in our industry simply because of the nature of social media and things like that. But a lot of other industries, big corporations, maybe people in situations where they wouldn't have thought about personal branding as much before. They're minding their network, but this is a little different. They're discovering the value and the importance of thought leadership. So the first thing is I'd love to hear your take on this shift and why you think it's happening. It's happening because so many people understand the importance, just like you've said, And I have been inside organizations and helped build thought leadership from executives, from leaders, from C-suite, from within, and now to do it on the outside and work directly with these key folks and help them build outward. It's so exciting. And I, yeah, I really do think there's a shift, especially in the social media community, the social media role, if you're 
if you're in a corporate position or if you're inside a brand, I think you're being asked to do this a lot more, to work with your leaders, to get them out there. It's not just about the brand social. It's also about building up individual profiles, building up individual thought leaders to help tell that brand story. And then those thought leaders, those those personal brands of these executives or these key leaders are are coming, you know, getting smart and be like, hey, this is leverage. This is strategic for me to be out here touting my expertise, touting, you know, on stage, on social media, everywhere. And I, not only do I rise up my, my company that I am a part of, but I rise up myself. And so it just allows you to position yourself as the individual to be able to do whatever you want. I mean, it's just leverage within a company internally. It's leverage externally as well within your industry. Well, one of the interesting things about this shift is I feel like the old school method of thinking was if you have a job, having a personal brand too is dangerous. It's, you know, something that made employers feel nervous because they thought, well, if my employee has a strong personal brand, you know, they can leave me. I was actually trying to explain to my brother about um, what I'm what I'm trying to do more of this year. And he was like, why would a company pay you to bring in to, to come in and help strengthen their employees ability to leave? And that's not what it's about. You know, the smart companies are really realizing that they can use that as an asset to their brands overall reputation and to the fact that they have the these smart thought leaders at their organization. I'd love to hear your take on why it's good for the company, because I understand, obviously, it's great for a person to have that leverage and to have that freedom and to have those opportunities. But how does it benefit the companies they work for as well? Well, I think what has driven a lot of this and brands and businesses becoming smart to it has been social media. I mean, yes, traditional media, traditional ways of thinking is if, you know, if we want to get coverage in the news about our company, then we need to put out a person to front that or a person to speak to that on that news station or, you know, for that, for that media outlet, for that newspaper, whatever. So you need a person to talk about a brand. Yes. But social media and the algorithms that are involved on all these platforms skew to the personal profile and they lift up and they give give preferential treatment to the person that's acting as themselves on a personal profile that's linkedin that's facebook that's instagram that's twitter that's tiktok that's youtube people want to see people and Social media platforms know that. I mean, they're smart. And so they lift up and give preferential treatment in the feeds to people who are who are representing themselves as individuals on their platforms. So companies are like, hmm, we have a comp- we have a message we want to get out always. And if social media is, you know, preferring personal platform, personal profiles, then let's give our employees, let's give our leaders, let's, let's help position them to talk about our brand, our company, and get them out there and they'll lift us all up. 
And that's kind of the, the background structure of why this is becoming more and more a thing from, and companies are, are giving, you know, resources into this or, or providing training. And I've been a part of that or, and then the personal thought leader is saying, Hey, let me work together hand in hand with my company and we can just all help each other out. Absolutely. Now, there's a few things that sort of are, are overlapping Venn diagram circles here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a few of these. So one of them is what you're saying about having people come out and talk about their companies um, on their personal profiles and things like that. That that sort of brand ambassadorship or, or brand evangelism um, is a fantastic thing for companies to uh, start programs for within their organizations. I feel like the internal thought leaders are kind of a step up from that. So I'd love, first of all, for you to sort of expound upon the the differences there between simply saying, okay, here's what we're trying to promote. Please go out there on your profiles and do it versus really helping someone rise to the level of thought leadership within the industry, because that's like a whole other can of worms right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah, exactly right. So brand advocacy, brand, you know, brand ambassadors for people who work, who are employees of companies, you know, that is, there are programs I've helped build those. Uh, so they're massively impactful for a company to be able to give messaging, give things and, and communicate out to your employees so that they can talk about you in a, you know, in an up and up way on their personal channels. That's all well and good. Just like you said, I think the thought leader is a step above that, several steps above that, because what the thought leader is doing is, yes, uh, lifting up a company because you know, on LinkedIn or these platforms, it's usually talked about, you know, they're, you know, this executive is a, is a part of this brand or, a part, you know, leads this team on this company. So that connection is made. But what that executive, what that thought leader is also doing is doing an industry wide uh, positioning. So they are putting out, they're voicing their position from an industry standpoint, not just from the messaging or the positioning of a individual company within an industry, but industry-wide. So, you know, I'm in social media, so I want to talk about social media as a whole, the various aspects, and, you know, not necessarily just one company's social media. So I want to be out here kind of positioning myself to be a thought leader and to then differentiate myself. So I'm not just spitting out all the messages that a company is telling me to do, I'm going above and beyond that and and figuring out where I am different in this industry market so that I can stand out. Because if you just say, you know, if you're just talking same, same that everybody else is talking in your industry, you don't stand out. You don't have a position. You don't get asked to be on podcasts. You don't get asked to be on stages because it's not a message that is different or, or, or you know, or might be landing with people or might be just something refreshing to bring you in front of an audience and talk about. So you want to be industry-wide as a thought leader and you want to differentiate uh, and, and position yourself so that people look at you and like, hmm, they're smart. Hmm, they're an expert. Hmm, they have something to say. Oh, they're thinking about this in a very strategic way, like all of those things. Love that. Now, it's one thing for a company to be cool with that, you know, not to sort of tell their employees, you know, shutting it down, like, no, 
you're mine, whatever. Um, but how can companies actively help develop those industry thought leaders within their own ranks? What can they do beyond simply not blocking it? What can they do to actively foster that process happening within their their staff? Mm-hmm. I've been a part of you know this strategy, and it is so impactful. So yes, what companies can do is one, they can look internally and, you know, do some internal communications, do some, do some research. Uh, who, who is on our staff? Who do we have? Who is, who is out here maybe doing things that we are not even, we're not even have eyes on. Like there are probably people, if you have, you know, a, a brand of, of significant size, or even if not, you know, people are out here talking and you have passionate people within your walls, you know, virtual walls or, you know, physical walls. You have passionate people who are doing things that they love that are associated with your company. Maybe not, but you can, you, you might have some fun discovering who those people are, who are already your employees and seeing what they're talking about and seeing if there's something that can be done, you know, strategically or, you know, in, a, in an organized way. So that's one thing. It's just to look, just maybe you uncover some, some people who are um, out here talking in their industry and positioning themselves already, because that might be happening. It, it, a lot of times it is, and you just don't even know. So that's, that's one thing is to look internally, maybe put a call out or, you know, research on social media, what have you. Second, if you already know those kind of rising stars, those people that are already, um, Rising stars are already stars within your company, you know, that lead the town halls that, you know, put out the, the you know, all, t- all uh, company emails, you know, usually those are the CEOs, usually those COOs or CMOs, like those kind of people. But, the, you know, there are, you know, few steps below, too, of people who might be ready to raise their hand or might be already raising their hand in several aspects, but just with some coaching, maybe with some, you know, training that they could get to a level of confidence to go out on more place in more places, more channels. I mean, we're talking, you know, when we're talking thought leadership or personal brand, I mean, there are so many various types of communication places that these thought leaders and executives can be active in that's that's on stages obviously giving speeches you know whether internally or at conferences that are related to your industry that's on podcasts that's on internal messaging within a company that's on you know social media obviously um and so sometimes there is some trepidation for executives, there's some fear from the company and from the thought leader within the company, the executives within the company of what if I say the wrong thing or what should I be doing? You know, how do you, how does this platform, you know, how does social media even work? I don't even know how to do it. I've trained multiple, you know, executives to, you know, even how to punch buttons on a platform or how to set up profiles, all those kinds of things come into play. And then the confidence a lot of it is fear. I mean, just like we have fear to step on a stage and, you know, they might be more in, in, in tune with that kind of, uh, you know, thought leadership or, or being out there or being the voice of things, They, you know, giving speeches or talking in front of people might be a place that they're already active, but sometimes just profiles or social media is a, a scary place because it might be new. 
So there might just need to be some training, some coaching on how to do things, or it's not that scary. You know, you just have to, you know, one action after another, you can get there. And then just be ready because a lot of things of what companies fear and a lot of things of what these thought leaders fear is, okay, what, you know, the trolls or what if somebody says something or asks, you know, does something in the comments and I don't know how to respond or, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what to say or all those kind of things. It's just building out some some parameters around you know what what can we respond to what don't we respond to or you know here's some th ways to kind of maneuver around things that's really it's just education and coaching and training and you can get most anyone there because i think people who are who are thought leaders or who are you know maybe wanting to be thought leaders they have that within them. They just need the tools to bring it out. And, and, you know, you can, you can get a consultant, you get help within an organization or externally to help with that. Mike dropped, man, <laughs> I really hope that people go back and actually make a list of the things that you just said, because that was absolute gold. Those are such fantastic ways and varied ways for people to build that thought leadership. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. I want to take a step back, doing another Venn diagram type of situation with a lot of terms that are frequently sort of interconnected. There's a lot of sort of commonalities to them, but they're not really the same. All right. So there's having a strong network, which is something that, you know, people in business have traditionally always valued. Everyone, you know, nobody doubts the value of a strong network. So there's having a strong network. There's having visibility, being known. A lot of that comes down to, to social media and, and some of those other visibility things that you mentioned. But then visibility and thought leadership are, you know, they're slightly different, a lot the same, but slightly different. And then there's also thought leadership and personal branding. You can be a thought leader without a personal brand, maybe, or maybe you can't. You can certainly have a personal brand without being a thought leader. So um, I'd, love, I'd love to hear sort of your piecing apart of having a strong network, being visible, being a thought leader, and having a personal brand like where do those things overlap or not mm -hmm. that, i mean you fun. know no no pressure that's like a this huge bomb i just dropped but i know you can do it that's why <laughs> you well, think about so. this all the time <laughs> i hope so that's this is super fun i love this conversation okay so yes network i think when you think network or you hear that word you think kind of the traditional you know, networking events, right? In person, shaking hands, kissing babies, or, you know, giving out your card, you know, that kind of stuff, going into a room and working the room and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and that's great. And, and, and network meaning also, you know, people you're connected to. I think network is just connections and you're, you know, 
who you could connect with somebody else or, you know, you're, you're, you think of, you know, Cindy needs this. Let me connect them to Lucy, you know, all those kinds of things. That's your network and there's power in your network. It's just the who you know. So network is powerful, 100%. Network comes into play with all of these things and it's a piece and it's, it's, it's a resource. So we'll have network over here, right? Personal brand and thought leader. Thought leader, I think of thought leader as a piece of a personal brand. You can have thought leadership. You can have a thought leader who, who talks about their industry, who positions themselves, who has a voice, who has a strong position about, you know, what they think and why and what they don't believe and why, you know, because the negative can be the, the don't. I don't believe that. I, I don't think that that can be just as powerful in thought leadership and, and, and uh, positioning than the I believe this. I don't, you know, that, so that's a, thought leader is just a piece of a personal brand. Thought leadership, you're being strategic. Yes. You're being active. It's a proactive thing. And you're, you know, you're, you're doing things. You're using your connections. You're using your network to be out here and have a name. And personal brand, I think, is even the bigger piece that encompasses all of these things, thought leadership, network, connections, because that's really when you're rounding yourself out and bringing in some external things that aren't strictly business or aren't strictly industry or aren't strictly, you know, even like strong money focused things. It's, it's your reputation digitally and in person. So personal brand and, and the way I work with people with their personal brand is digitally is how do we, you know, make, make you online, you know, how, what platform should you be on? What, what should you be talking about? That's not just about your industry, but also let's bring in part of your lifestyle. Like, no, you don't need to talk about everything you have for breakfast or, you know, if you're not comfortable putting your kids out there, great. But let's just make you a rounded person online or on social media so that people have different points or different threads to pull on with you to as connection points so they relate to you in various ways or you know they find things that are you know relatable so you're not just you know spitting off about your industry you're not just talking about you know you're not just a mouthpiece for a you know a a business you're a per, you're a rounded more rounded brand personal brand is probably has some as, aspect of your life or your lifestyle in it as well it has a business element and it just is a more cohesive look at who you are in whole because we're not all just about you know this you know this thing we do for business I and mean, we have whole lives so it's really about being being strategic with pulling more in to an online presence so that more people can be connected to you. More people can feel related to you in a way. And that's how I piece out all of these different aspects of what we're talking about.
Yeah, and that's certainly that that last bit about really being more rounded and showing up as a full person is, I think, the thing that freaks out the most people, especially with that sort of outdated mentality of, you know, work is work and life is life. And and that's just just being crisscrossed all over the place. So if there's a leader out there who uh, maybe hasn't really done the whole personal branding thing, they haven't given thought to their thought leadership, they just kind of have been doing their job, keeping their head down, um, what are some of the low-hanging fruit first things that you think they could maybe do to just get started along that path? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to speak to, because what comes up for me, I want to speak to the heart of this person. Because what I find a lot is that they're scared. And that they want to, they know they have this in them. They know they have this voice and they know they have something that they want to say. And they know they're smart and they know they know their industry like no other. And they're in this position at their company or, you know, wherever for a reason, because they're an expert and they're just afraid or there's just some mindset stuff that's kind of junking them up. And I really just want to encourage them that you can get there, that you can share your voice and it's so powerful and so impactful. And you can use these tools that are out here to do that, but, but just take it one step at a time. So back to your question of like, how do you just get started? I would say the easiest way to get started is I would go with a platform specifically, and I would say LinkedIn. I think it's a very, very safe and very, um, very smart place to get started if you want to start some thought leadership, anything. Yes, you know, I, I, I want you to, I, I want to manage your expectations too. I don't want you to think, oh, I want to be, you know, on, you know, in this magazine tomorrow, or I want to be on this stage next week. Let's just start by putting out some little feelers and how you're going to do that is you're just going to start on LinkedIn. And I, I find it, I, I smile and kind of chuckle in my head, but it's so true sometimes is that you need to maybe find your password for LinkedIn if you don't know it, or if you don't remember it, because that's what I find a lot of times people are like, Katie, I don't know what my password is. It is staggering <laughs> how many uh, consultations I've been in with people where they have paid me money. They are paying for this time. And we spend a crazy amount of time trying to just regain access to their LinkedIn. Have that buttoned up, people. Amen. Hey, All right. <laughs> hey, that's a step. That's one step. Get your password and just set up your profile. Just clean up your profile. Get a new profile picture. Get a header image. You know, make it up to date. Make your experience up to date. And that's step one. Then I would say step two is going out and finding your network, searching for people and sending connection requests. Those are two super simple steps to get this ball rolling. Oh, absolutely. My goodness. Well, this this has been full of incredible stuff. Um, I guess the, the final thing that I would ask is, let's say you've got someone who's really old school and they're like, well, I don't want my life all over social media or the internet because of privacy, you know, and I don't want to get on stages because, you know, because um, I don't speak. Or, you know, better yet, ooh, I'm going to switch this one up. Someone who maybe doesn't feel like they have the capacity to be 
a thought leader. Maybe they're like, you know what, I can do my job and, you know, not get fired and all of that. But I'm not, I'm not a thought leader. I'm just kind of this, this, you know, cog in the machine. So what would you say to that person who kind of doesn't feel that they have a thought leader in them necessarily, but now they're being encouraged to, to do all this? Mm, ooh, that's tricky. Because because I truly don't think that you, I, I, this is not a prescription for everybody. I, I don't think that everybody should be out there doing their thing. I, I don't. I want this. What I want to do, though, is I want to water the seed within the person who is like, hmm, like if this conversation is resonating to whoever is out there listening. If, I mean, even if they press play on this episode, you would think that th- either they already are, you know, within the thought leadership space, or they want to test the waters. So if if this is of interest to you and you don't feel like you're out here doing it yet, then I want to water that seed. And I want to tell you that you absolutely can and you can start small, but, and it's so powerful because you will find just by tiny steps every day, by connecting, using your network, by using maybe social media platforms, using in-person opportunities to get in rooms, to, you know, be in front of rooms, that you will find so much power, so much impact, so much fulfillment of who you are who you might be exploring or what you might be exploring about yourself, it might reinforce even what you, what you forgot about yourself, like how brilliant you are and how much of an expert you are. And yeah, you're in your day to day at work and that might be ho-hum. And this might be the way to, you know, spice things up, to make things fun again, to kind of reignite that flame of why you're in the position and doing the thing you're in, you're doing like, this can be the way to feel like you're making a difference in a lot of ways because, you know, you have this gift, you have a voice and you have an opportunity to speak that voice. You have so many un, you know, unending opportunities and tools and platforms at your fingertips that are free and might as well, like might as well try it. If you have any inkling of desire to test this out, try it. Perfect. Perfect. Ah, oh, you're a girl after my own heart. My goodness. All right, Katie McKeever, where can people find you? Why should they find you? And what will they find there? Oh my goodness. I would love to be connected with anybody. Uh, Katie McKeever on LinkedIn. I would direct you there. I would direct you onto my Instagram, K-A-T-I-E-M-C-K-I-E-V-E-R. There, I would love to speak with you more and learn about what you have in your heart or what you have in your mind of what you were wanting to do uh, to build your thought leadership and your personal brand. Also, every week I put out my social media news to use newsletter. It is, it is geared towards those with personal brands and thought leaders. What's the latest in platform updates that week? Every week I send it to you via your email, right to your inbox. You don't even have to think about so much of this stuff. And I would love for you to sign up for that. And you can find that on my social channels as well. Yes. Good personal branding there, Katie. Good thought leadership. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for being here today. This was such an enjoyable conversation for me, especially. I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And thank you for being part of it as well. Whether you are listening to us on the Adweek Podcast Network, make sure to subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Or if you're watching us on YouTube for the video podcast, remember every single week there is a podcast on Monday, a video podcast on Friday, and in between the two, join us and give us your opinions on the week's topic during Chat About Brand on Tuesdays. I'm Christine Gritman, and I will see you next week with another smart guest expert talking about a specific element of branding. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk About Brand, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and Acast Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Christine Gritman, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heil, and edited by Christine Gritman. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com.